Stacy McCain. And I'm not, hello folks, it's the other guy on the other podcast here, John Hogue, yeah, across the table from uh, Stacy here at the undisclosed location, but in the disclosed location of exotic Valdosta, Georgia. How <laughs> you Diana? I'm great. I'm sitting here, I've got a cat in my lap, and as long as he decides not to play with my microphone, I'm great. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> she has uh, curled up in a nice round basket over here in the corner of the dining room. So yeah. I don't think she'll be a problem. Uh, 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 although I, I'm pretty sure Ginger will probably uh, uh, comment at some point in the hour. She will introduce herself and let us know her opinions. <laughs> By the way, Stacy, uh, if you want to hear uh, or rather see what he does for a living you can go to theothermccain.com or actually some other fine spots around the interwebs by the way stacy just you just got into instalanged yeah 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 one of the posts we're going to talk about yes and meanwhile you can always find my good friend john hoag's blogging at hogwash.com yep and we're actually going to talk about some of diana's blogging yes Yes, yes, so that, yes. That mm-hmm. there is actually really important news coming from Valdosta. Yeah, sure well, a man was else. charged with shooting, uh, uh, with murder after a fatal shooting inside At a, a Valdosta nightclub. nightclub. It says Peaches Gentleman's Club. I, I'm <sighs> going to assume that the uh, uh, that they're shaking their peaches. Uh, yeah, uh, they from- sure are, and the, yeah. I think there are even some polls. Um, it's out. Yeah. It's it's about it's way out. It's n- sort of near Moody, so that could tell you a little bit about the clientele, about some of the clientele. Um, yeah, it's on the it's on the four lane out there. Uh, I don't think is Bemis four lanes at that point. Yes, I think it, it's well, two. I I think it's a well. I'm I'm anyways, but I, I it's can, been a while. I, it's kind of a rundown looking place. It's it's painted red and it looks like it's going to fall down in the next strong breeze. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, very true. So, so not the high class sort of gentleman's club where uh, uh, officers. Gentlemen's clubs. A... Go ahead. Gentlemen's clubs are not usually do not usually have to say that they are. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, officers found a 40-year-old woman with a gunshot wound to her arm and a Mm -hmm. 28-year-old woman with gunshot wounds in her chest. Um, Yeah. And they have arrested uh, Jaquez Jelks, 27, Mm -hmm. 
uh, with uh, charged with malice murder, two accounts of aggravated assault, mm -hmm. and possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony. So, oh well. Yep. So so the crime spree in Valdosta continues. Well, there's been crime all, all over uh, the world. There's and, crime everywhere. Well, I mean, and actually, Austin, Texas was yeah, the scene well, of a uh, crime folks, today. The, the, yeah. the, the, the Alabama game was so bad for Stacy that he fell asleep at halftime. Yes. Yeah. Is that even possible, Stacy? I, 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 at halftime, I just, I, I was tired. I, I've told you that I had a troubled mm -hmm. mind last night, which is why mm -hmm. I got up and wrote a thousand words on the subject. Uh, we'll discuss later. But anyways, um, but uh, yeah, it's time for the college football scoreboard. And, and now, uh, folks, I need to interrupt for just a second here. I do uh, in the morning uh, an agenda for this show. It's an, an mm -hmm. outline form, scriptish sort of thing. And mm -hmm. there's like a little topic and then links to the various things we're going to talk about. And mm -hmm. this time of year, the first one uh, is always football. And it just says, let Stacy rant. Yeah. Well, the number one <laughs> Alabama Crimson Tide uh, went into um, Austin, Texas uh, against unranked uh, Longhorns today. And boy, did they stink it up. It was an <laughs> ugly, ugly game. Um, uh, with Alabama got penalized for a thousand, a hundred, I almost said a thousand yards, a hundred yards, uh, and, and just really, uh, Heisman Trophy winner, uh, Bryce Young didn't look much like a Heisman Trophy winner, and, mm -hmm. uh, but they squeaked it out on a last minute field goal, 20 last 10 30. seconds, actually, Stacy. What? It was the, in the last 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a blown safety call cost the Texas Longhorns the biggest upset of the week. Oh, yeah, yeah. There were a lot of blown calls in there. And, mm. uh, but, uh, and Alabama, uh, as my brother said, uh, played <laughs> like a gang of thugs, man. It was, it was just, an, it was, uh, they, they took out the Alabama, I mean, took out the Texas quarterback on a late hit. Mm. Uh, uh, which was uh, uh, very ugly to see on the replays. Um, uh, but anyways, number two, Georgia, 33 to nothing over Samford uh, in Athens today. Number, uh, number three, Ohio State, 45 to 12 over Arkansas State. Uh, number five, Clemson. 35 to 12 over Furman at home. The big upset of the day so far. Uh, Marshall, unranked, uh, defeated Notre Dame, ranked number eight, 26 to 21 at South Bend. Uh, so the Irish are going to be the drinking Irish tonight. Uh, <laughs> they would have been drinking whether they won or lost, I suppose. Um, uh, number 13, Utah, uh, defeats Southern Utah, 73 to seven. Number 15, Miami, 30 to seven over Southern Miss. Number 16, Arkansas, 44 to 30 over South Carolina. Number 18, North Carolina State, 55 to three over Charleston Southern. 
and that was played at Fayetteville. Uh, uh, meanwhile, in Nashville, number 23, Wake Forest, 45 to 25 over Vanderbilt. Well, yeah, but um, Vanderbilt uh, that started off with a winning season, but they had to play Elon in Hawaii to do it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're now 2-0 at Vanderbilt and liable to finish 2-9. Uh, number 24, well, actually, Tennessee, is leading Pittsburgh 27-20 to in the fourth quarter. Uh, going to the fourth quarter, four, number 14, Michigan State leads Akron 52-0. to zero. Uh, It's tied. Um, it, it's right now 17-17 to 17 with number 25, Houston, and unranked Texas Tech. Uh, Texas Tech is the alma mater of the, the uh, Patrick Mahomes, by the way, mm -hmm. just in case anybody knows. They've just kicked off... Uh, in Norman, Oklahoma, where uh, number seven uh, Oklahoma plays Kent State, and they're also scoreless uh, in Gainesville, Florida, uh, where the Gators, ranked number 12th, are hosting Kentucky. And number 22, Ole Miss, uh, leads uh, Central Arkansas six to nothing in the first quarter. And that's your scoreboard. Yep, and uh, now we'll Thank move you for on that. To, <laughs> and now we'll move on to something a, a bit more serious. Stacy, you had an important mm -hmm. obituary this week. Yes, uh, Resquiet in pace. Requisite in pace. Okay, well, thank you for your for your. Uh, 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 um. We are classical Latinists, not church Latinists. Uh, okay, okay. Well, anyways. Well, not, not only that, but it comes after the person's name rather than before it. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, the the uh, second uh, Elizabethan era has drawn mm -hmm. to an end as Queen Elizabeth II um, died this week. Uh, when, when she was just a 14-year-old girl and England stood alone against Hitler's terrifying Nazi war machine, Elizabeth inspired her nation by going on BBC to broadcast a message full of hope and courage. We are trying to do all we can to help our gallant sailors, soldiers, and airmen. And we are trying, too to bear our own share of the danger and sadness of war. We know, every one of us, that in the end, all will be well, for God will care for us and bring us victory and peace. And, and um, uh, unlike some of her children and grandchildren, Queen Elizabeth oh. always strove to uphold the essential dignity of her royal status. She was loved by her subjects, and her death at age 96 brings to an end a reign that is likely to remember, likely to be remembered fondly by future generations. Yes, the first Elizabethan era um, gave us uh, Shakespeare. And Drake this, and Raleigh. <laughs> Whereas the uh, second uh, gave us the Beatles and Margaret Thatcher, so yeah, and, uh, and I, James I, Bond for that matter. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. There's an interesting meme where somebody has uh, taken uh, uh, 
Daniel Craig and put her, uh, put him behind, standing behind her, and she say, "Just the wife that blows seven. I'll deal with the ginger myself." <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 ow! Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. Will and uh, not not Will. Oh, um, Harry. Harry. Harry yes, and uh, Megan. Uh, yes. uh, yeah. Speaking, but that, since we're on, on on our foreigners' stick at the opening here, uh, mm. things have not been going according to Mr. Putin's schedule. Uh, no, they <laughs> have, have not. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Sorry. Uh, yesterday, yesterday, I wrote uh, about the um, uh, uh, about the uh, Ukrainian counteroffensive uh, in the north. Uh, that is uh, uh, yeah. to come through. and when I woke up this morning, uh, it was it was even better, you know, yes. for the Ukrainians that from the Ukrainian. <laughs> well, during your nap, it got even better still. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. During uh-huh. during your yeah, they basically they closed they closed the pocket. Uh, They've got uh, it. They uh, Isium the, Isium the Russian Isium retreat. fell. It fell. The Russians retreated just before the close, and most of them got out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but but they they've gone all the way uh, uh, to uh, the their obvious immediate objective. Yeah, yeah. Kupiansk. It, it, it's fallen. Uh, it, I'm sorry, I didn't want to give you grief. Um, Kupiansk uh, is uh, just they've closed the pocket at Kupiansk. Kupiansk. They've got it. They're going to if they can if nothing goes incredibly wrong they are going to force us a dramatic surrender yeah well it's but, um, but here's the here's the important part that's what everybody is focusing on what oh, you need there's what more you, going what on. you what you need to look at this is from the point point of view this 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 is part of what they they taught me in uh, in my military training that Amateurs study strategy. Mm-hmm. Professionals study logistics. Well, um, they are, they are, um, excuse my language because I really shouldn't say it this way, but they are concentrating on fucking Russian logistics, which are never good anyway, six ways from Sunday. But, but, but the important thing is looking at uh, the, uh, the Ukrainians. Uh, mm-hmm execution of what they've done first of all yeah. remember for the last month about airstrikes and mm-hmm. missile strikes and special forces ops in crimea and yep. all the focus on the south and then oh, yeah and then a surprisingly good uh, uh movement forward for a week or so in the south and then all of a sudden kabam a schwerpunkt at the north yeah it was beautiful it, it, it was a beautiful feint it's, but but there are nine principles of warfare that most mm-hmm. uh, uh, armies teach their officer corps mm-hmm. their, and their non-commissioned officer leaders. And two of them are really good uh, exa- examples of them here. One is <laughs> security. Mm-hmm. The Ukrainians set up all the logistics, got all the guys ready to go, Mm-hmm. And the Russians were completely in the dark. The security, the communications blackout they managed was just absolutely marvelous. And then mm-hmm. the other one is surprise. Guess what? 
<laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but, but, but here's the thing. The Russians teach 10 principles of warfare. The 10th pr principle that they teach that most other people don't is annihilation. Completely destroy the enemy. Berlin 1945 is a good worked example of that principle of warfare. Mm -hmm. And and they are now have turned tail and are, are running because, quite frankly, they're afraid that principle number 10 is coming their way. And you have to remember that uh, the very senior uh, people in the Ukrainian army uh, we're trained by Russians, Russians. yes. And, and they may still be thinking along those lines, regardless of how well they've integrated into Western uh, 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 way of warfare. There are so, some hints about that. So we'll, uh, we'll see what's going on. We uh, shall. What, what happened uh, is that uh, the advance was about, they, they went about 75 miles in 72 hours. I mean, it was, yes. it was, uh, it was as, it was uh, beautiful. as, uh, my friend vodka pundit, Stephen Green has said, the word for what's happened is around. And, uh, uh, they've driven to the Oskil river, uh, south of Kupiansk. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and I had, uh, in an earlier post, I had talked about that, uh, back in the spring in, in May, when, um, uh, when they, uh, drove the Russians back from Kharkiv. I looked at the map mm -hmm. and I said, well, Kupiansk is the next mm -hmm. target. And then, you know, four months of nothing uh, on that front happened. And um, what I deduced from that at the time uh, mm -hmm. was that Ukraine had a, a manpower shortage. Okay. The, yes, the fact that, the, uh, and, and so what they must have done, and, and I'm thinking about this, um, what they must have done is not only did they assemble quietly and very secretly mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> assemble uh, a task force uh, in the uh, you know on this uh, northern front, but I'm going to guess that many of the Ukrainian forces um, that were attacking in the south last week uh, were hot trotted across the country. Uh, to this northern <laughs> affront to take take place in this uh, northern offensive. Yeah, there actually is very little evidence of that because they're still maintaining what they're doing. We're doing in the south, but more likely, what's happened is they've had now six months to begin to train an army. Right. They have mm -hmm. got a bunch of people who have been all the way through basic training and mm -hmm. at least the first parts of advanced infantry training, and yes. so they their 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 army is probably now three times. The size their trained well trained army is probably three times the size it used to be. Yeah, they hunkered uh, and, down to hold, and they while they were holding, they trained and concentrated personnel. That is how you win. That's and I'm I'm not saying the war is over because obviously it's not, but um, they I'm willing to bet that Ukraine will minimize its uh, territorial losses. Yeah, well, what, what, what we're looking at, what probably what we're uh, looking at here, the or at least we is, hope we is, are. The question is whether they can uh, quickly uh, move forces across the Oskil River and continue driving east. Um, well, the, rivers the, are the, tricky. The, the, the reports that they have, have attacked is uh, not Izium, but uh, Lyman. Mm -hmm. um, 
Uh, Lyman mm-hmm. is another town that I had identified, you know, mm-hmm. way back as is essential because that gave mm-hmm. them at one point they had that as a um, um, uh, bridgehead on the eastern head, uh, mm-hmm. eastern side of the uh, Severe Donetsk River. So Severo Donetsk. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you for provi- for pronouncing these foreign words for me, my Russian specialist. Here's the other, here's the other thing that uh, that is that is kind of interesting to me. My accent now, is horrible, though. We're we're now beginning to get reports of Ukrainian raids across the northern border into Russia. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so yeah. so uh, so yes, it's a, it, but it uh, it has been a a, a a a very good week for the Ukrainians. Yes, yes but I don't has. think things have gone well for Mr. Putin this week. Uh, by the way, I, I was just noticing a report that five uh, deputies in the Russian Duma have just been arrested because they called for uh, uh, trying Putin for treason. That's yep. kind of interesting that that is getting uh, to that scale in Russia. But, you know, he has, he it, has are a, you surprised? Well, no, he has a reputation to protect. And I well, usually a, it involves defenestration or uh, being stabbed 17 times in the, in the back. Worst case of suicide you ever did see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, maybe they should stay out of Fort Marcy Park. Uh, anyway, I, well, okay. Uh, uh, the, um, the, but... You know, re- Putin must think his reputation is worth something. On the other hand, um, I had I had a, a post up this week asking that question, what's your reputation worth? And what it was really pointing to was your post, Diana. Why don't you tell us about you, that? I am happy to. You know, um, you hit my point. You hit the biggest point uh, for me, the, the central issue. Um, let me give you a really quick thing. Um, There are so many really great organizations out there. A lot of them are very small. They may be struggling, but in any case, they're good people. But the bad people you can always spot. There's, there are a bunch of red flags. There always are. I don't care how plausible and engaging they are. Their representative is, this is a grift, and if you dig in, if you actually do ha, do due diligence, you'll find out that it's a grift. The thing is, um, people are kind of worn out with uh, help the homeless. Um, generally speaking, they'll give to established organizations that they know, the Salvation Army, um, uh, whatever coalition on homelessness there is in their area. Um, because they know the people involved, they know um, what they're doing. They can go to the site and work in their soup kitchen or um, help out at the shelter, right? Everybody Mm. does this, right? Okay. Um, But somebody who's brand new and she's, and that the person, the representative is plausible and they're engaging and they have a great backstory and by the yeah. way, the backstory is another thing that I have uh, many cynical comments about. Um, and so all of us, and they're there to help homeless women with transitional housing, um, not just shelter. The, when you say transitional housing, that means that there are people who um, either have or are going to have soon a job. 
right? You're yep. just you're just stabilizing them. So here you go. And um, people believe this, and they they contribute their time, their effort, their money. And next thing you know, some dear soul does something like donates a property. And, oh, isn't this wonderful? Here's this property that's been donated. Well, next thing you know, there's a fundraising campaign to refurbish the property. Plus, lots of people, including civic organizations, swoop in and they do all this work. They strip out carpet, uh, rotted out carpet. They scrape the hardwood floors underneath. They uh, paint. They perform repairs. They do electrical work. They donate appliances. And then, and then, poof, it all disappears. Um, social media goes silent. Then the house gets sold. Then, um, that you can't find the person who, uh, who this engaging and plausible person. And where are these women that were being helped? I mean, we were seeing um, posts about with women smiling with certificates in their hands. Certificates for what? We don't know. Um, but, and these people go poof. And you know what? Where did the money go? That's your big question. Where, who, who, where'd the money go? Well, um, here's what I can tell you. In almost every case like this, and it's a really common story, and it's, it offends me deeply because nonprofit world is a great place, and these people who grift and use other people infuriate me. The money went into their pocket, and they are gone. They are elsewhere. And the trouble is that they're going to somewhere else and they'll do the same thing again. It may not be on the scale of uh, 10 million bucks. like. Oh, right, no, like no. This is all tiny stuff. None of this is over 100,000. Um, I would a, be utterly astonished. It's, a, it's living. a living. <laughs> uh, but speaking of grifters, uh, mm -hmm. Rebecca oh, yeah. Jones, uh, <laughs> uh, who ha has been... Uh, raised a whole bunch of money off of her uh, <laughs> lies about uh, being a uh, data scientist who wouldn't uh, uh, do Shenanigans. things. Yes. Shenanigans. Her, uh, she her basically, she's been hating on uh, Governor mm -hmm. DeSantis right. for, for the past two years. And but, <laughs> but her, this, uh, just in the last uh, day or so, her, her actual alleged whistleblower complaint uh, has been made public. And uh, when the IG asked, uh, uh, who asked you to get rid of the data? No response. What data was uh, hidden? No response. <laughs> so anyway, her trial date for computer hacking uh, after she, at the Department of Health in Florida, after she had been fired, uh, comes mm -hmm. up in uh, late January next year. Uh, and Quite since she's been uh, got the Democrat nomination to run against Matt Gates for Congress <laughs> in, in the first district in Florida, I, I think she's going to lose by enough margin that she's not going to have to worry about commuting back from D.C. for the trial. You actually, I'm pretty uh, sure. You actually saw Rebecca Jones. Yes, yeah, I did. Uh, in in one of her courtroom appearances in Maryland, uh, actually mm -hmm. two of them. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, 
so yes, this is something that John has deployed the shoe leather on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I mean, but but it, it's it's whole part. She's an integral part of what the progressives are trying to uh, tell about all sorts of other stuff. The same way. Oh, sorry. And you know. She's alleged to have been a data scientist. Well, actually, she's somebody who washed out of her PhD program in geography. Um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't stop what's going on with the various claims uh-uh. that progressives make. Uh, and th- I had a post, uh, another one of my don't know much about uh, biology uh, uh, posts. Um, there was an online survey uh, done and it found that 22% of Democrats agreed with the statement that you're ready for this. Some men can get pregnant. 30, 36%, 36% of white college-educated female Democrats concurred. Oh, Lord. Well, now, that's a self-selecting sort of thing, so it may not be quite that broad. But it brings to the point of college-educated and the Washington Post mm. had a had a, a, a thing up, and they had an analysis that uh, nearly uh, two in five American college graduates regret their major. Yeah. And it, incidentally, it was um, humanities and arts people who were almost at the fifty percent level, uh, mm-hmm. which, I, which which and closely followed by social. Well, but see, and- that's you, Stacy. <laughs> uh, do you, do you, do I went to look. I went to college because uh, a I had a scholarship and b my dad insisted. But, okay? But, okay, if it had been up to me, I'd have been playing in a rock and roll band. But. On the other hand, you, <laughs> you don't you don't really regret what you learned in school. No, 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 and no. and and the experience of of being ch- challenged by that kind of education. I mean, is a, a a liberal arts education ought to be valuable for uh, most But the lowest the level of regret. Engineering. Uh, engineering. Engineers. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 because well, engineers don't have emotions, I guess. Well, actually, that that's part of the thing. <laughs> that we, we don't. It's not that we, uh, that we tend not to be people people. We're thing people when we have a career that lets us play with things, and that's kind of good. But it was interesting. Social and uh, behavioral science people were almost right in there behind you, liberal arts majors. Yeah, well, the, the social sciences are not somehow actually, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, are, are not very scientific. If you know what mm-hmm. t- social study says, you know, you always say, oh, hey. well, the, perhaps the fertility problems of some of those men uh, are having maybe one of the sources of dissatisfaction that the social and behavioral sciences graduates, and by that I mean gender studies majors, uh, uh, have with their degrees. Uh, but, it, but like I said, it was, it was the Washington Post. So as I say about them, uh, democracy dies in darkness. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, California is a whole state of science. Oh. And they... It, uh, just after they said they're going to outlaw uh, gasoline-powered cars in 2035, <laughs> they ran out of electricity. <laughs> There's a wonderful picture I uh, scarfed up from the internet on a, a post I've got uh, that has a Tesla with one, you know, one of those baggage things that goes on the back of a, a trailer hitch, and there's it looks like about a four, five kW generator and some gas cans that. that <laughs> <laughs> 
that, that's sad, man. That is so sad. You know, I, uh, by the way, you know, that um, uh, studies have found that, uh, that most people, most people don't think electric cars are practical. It's just a very not. simple. I will be interested in an electrical car when one of them wins either the Indianapolis 500 or the 24 hours at Le Mans. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, um, but, you know, I, I at least have a, a, a good enough day job where if I really wanted to buy a, a, an, an electric car, I could probably afford it. Although uh, my uh, Volkswagen costs about half what most electric, what a cheap electric car costs. And I'm just perfectly happy with it. Um, but, uh, like I said, I've got a pretty good day job. Stacy, uh, on the other hand, uh, has this yellow button at his blog to help support it. Ah, yes. Okay. Well, uh, folks, this is, uh, the cue for the shameless capitalism part of the podcast, where I tell you that if you go to my blog, theothermccain.com, you will notice in the center column near the top of the page, a yellow button with the word donate on it. And if you will click the yellow button, it will take you to my PayPal account where you can contribute dollars, pesos, euros, yen, uh, uh, all kinds of currency, uh, except Russian rubles, mm -hmm. uh, to, to help support the blog, to help support the podcast, and, of course, to keep my wife happy because she likes it when I make money off of this racket and keeping my wife happy is always job one. Meanwhile, over at my good friend, John Hogue's excellent blog, hoguash.com. Uh, you'll find in the sidebar there on the right, a tip jar icon, click on that and be taken away to my PayPal account where you can help support the blog or you could, um, do something uh, nice and shop at the Hope Wash store. I mean, I get a cut of the action there, obviously. Or you can <gasps> shop using the Amazon links you'll find either at Hope Wash or the other McCain.com. Both blogs participate in the Amazon affiliate program. And when you, we do that, we give a cut of the action uh, on uh, the purchases you make. Uh, it's a mm -hmm. nice thing that Amazon does to support the blogosphere. Also, I take gold imperial Russian rubles and cash, so you can uh, use the mailing address <laughs> in the DMCA contact information uh, on the menu at the top that way. But regardless of how you do uh, choose to support us, please remember the five most important words in the English language. <clears throat> Hit the freaking tip jar. Yes, Oops. indeed. But uh, we engage in capitalism uh, very much so. We're all for it. Uh, and, mm -hmm. uh, but every once in a while, I have to make fun of businesses. And so uh, uh, and are you pondering what I'm pondering, has Pinky saying? I think so, Brain. But why don't we call the donut shop Whole Foods? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, this goes to the, so far, the headline of the year <laughs> at, at theothermccain.com. I, I always look for the out-of-the-way stories, okay? And you're right. <laughs> and I, I, I found one that's just excellent. Employee shop as lesbian vegan donut shop 
goes out of business. It's the headline, and it involves uh, a... Uh, uh, it involves a story, and I just happened to be scrolling the headlines on my phone when I saw a headline that said, Frederick Donut Shop workers say business shut down without paying them. And I started <laughs> reading the story, and uh, a donut shop in Frederick, Maryland, which is right over mm -hmm. the hill, um, uh, called Glory Donuts and Diner on West Patrick Street. Um, <laughs> workers say they're owed weeks in pay after the landlord shut the shop down over months of unpaid rent. Without warning, 10 people were out of a job. Some hadn't been paid <sighs> for several pay periods. And I quoted one of the... Uh, former employees, Shelby Turner, is saying, I really cared for them. I felt like they were part of the family. Oh, Her Lord. paychecks began to bounce in recent months. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, there's you're you're part of the family, but your paycheck is bouncing, you know? I have an issue place. with that. <laughs> Stacy was a drama major, and you could hear his training there as he started reading that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, um, uh, they I'm, quoted I'm... they quoted the uh, general manager, and uh, uh, and her name is uh, Greenberg. Uh, I, I'm looking for the name here. I can't find her first name, but anyways, Miss Greenberg said. I trusted you. Please come forward. Please stop pretending to be the victim in these social media posts. You have hurt a lot of people. I believe in change. Please do what's right. And so they're talking to the owners here in this story, but that story didn't name the owner. So I immediately Googled Glory Donuts owner. And oh boy. Uh-huh. The owners are, and I have a, a, a picture of the owners. Yeah, <laughs> they I, look I exactly to to like about, who you think they look are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to talk to you about uh, Rule 5 again. Yeah, yeah. it's Glory Donuts. Uh, the owners are a married lesbian couple. Uh, I, I think you can technically say they're a lesbian couple, even though I think one of them is non-binary. Uh, but... <sighs> Alyson, Alyssa and Kirsten Strader. Their last name is Strader, but mm -hmm. they're not very straight, folks. I'm mm. just uh, and and what uh, what a splendid couple they are. Uh, and it was after I I was reading this story to my brother, and he pointed out something that I hadn't realized for some reason that Glory Donuts is a double entendre. Uh, and 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 I'll let let you figure that out. But it it it, it turns out I I found a 2015 feature story in in, in which they um, talked about how um, the when the couple met and started dating, um, they actually decided to go vegan together. You know, and oh, I'm. Lord. I'm, I'm I find it puzzling how vegans who cook with flour and cornmeal 
uh, uh-uh. don't understand how they're complicit with the serial killers who harvested. <laughs> I knew you were going there. Serial, <laughs> serial, get it? Okay, see this. This is the kind of pun you might expect from uh, people who spent too much time watching science fiction. But we'll get there. Hey the there. Uh, uh, we, eating, we're going to set him straight on the next okay, page. We eating, are. Uh, they quoted the Glory Donuts mission statement, which said, eating Holy a plant-based Lord. diet to conserve natural resource, promote health, and animal welfare. A, a, a you know mission oh, statements were uh, one of the banes of uh, uh, of, uh, of businesses uh, <sighs> during the eighties and nineties and into the early. They still 2000s. are, but they uh, are the know, bane of my existence. Do you know you, um, a, a, a paragraph long run on sentence is not a mission statement? I finally decided. I finally decided <laughs> I needed one for my. Uh, uh, consult technical consulting business. Are you ready okay. for it? Ka-ching. Yeah. <laughs> Ka-ching. Okay, well, anyways, um, uh, the Straters have made it their mission to foster an inclusive environment. Quote, representation is important because it normalizes diversity, celebrates culture, oh, and lifts communities who may need it. And so and so while they're doing all this, however, uh, and, oh, by the way, this, uh, this is the kind of stuff I can't resist. Uh, I found a, a uh, they were featured in a uh, magazine article on local vegetarian restaurants that began with this sentence. Eating out should be a joyful experience. Okay, that's that's mm. terrible. Anyways, but uh, yeah. Anyways, but it turns out that uh, they were way behind on their rent, and the landlord, after about four months of that, uh, decided to uh, shut it down. So we don't know what happened uh, in the the story behind the finances at Glory Donuts. Uh. Well, not not every grift is a not for profit. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, and so, so they're likely to face a lawsuit over unpaid wages and and benefits, and uh, they deserve it. <laughs> you don't bounce people's paychecks. That's well, just no, not well, good. But, and what you what you better not do is bounce the payments on their unemployment insurance. Yeah. And oh not, boy, howdy. And you better and don't bounce uh, the withholding that you were supposed to send to the state controller or the IRS. Yeah, if the IRS gets after you, your life is going to be hell. Yeah, well, anyways, they they managed to stay in business down there for uh, about uh, seven years, and so mm-hmm. so it was. And and actually, I I, I don't think that their uh, marketing. Um, uh, strategy was necessarily bad. They they made a couple of bad moves. Uh, uh, uh. The, the first of which was to locate in Frederick, Maryland. Okay, I'm sorry, but uh, you know if your no, they were business the- model is about diversity and inclusion, on the other Frederick, hand- Maryland may not be the place for you. On the other hand, their physical location was not that was walking distance from Hood College. So mm-hmm. that's a that's a hey, a lot of a lot of a uh, um that's, that's alternative a, type girls at Hood College. Well, they just I mean just in the last decade or and so. lugs. 
Don't forget go. the lugs. No, I think they they're going to be they're going to be lugs even after they graduate. Well, the, uh, no, they can't be lugs after graduation. That's against the they're rules. They're post graduate. They'll be bugs or something. Well, 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 Hood has just in the last ten years or so been uh, letting in men. It was one of the last all female colleges. Quote unquote men. Yes. <laughs> well, anyway, but you know it's it's it's. Uh, one of the advantages of going to a school uh, where I had to complete the, the uh, requirements for a liberal arts degree in order to get an engineering degree was uh, <laughs> that I was exposed to really fine literature. Uh, the problem with really fine literature is when somebody attempts to take it to a medium that just doesn't, doesn't work suit. for that. And then... And then uh, First of all, they're in the wrong medium. And then secondly, they aren't as good a storyteller as the original storyteller. And they aren't that... even... No, 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 no. Um, I'm sorry. They are... No. Okay. Daisy, start because I have things to say. And oh, okay. Okay. So, no, Stacy picked up on the, the flack that's going on for Rings I of don't... Power, but because he's not a, 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 a Tolkien fan like most uh, sane people. Like sane uh, people, yeah. yeah. Uh, culture. Okay, 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 people. okay. Let, yeah, we'll get <laughs> to the commentary let me get to let me get to the meat of the matter i put up a post i woke up mm -hmm. i woke up in the uh, uh uh i got out of bed i should say in the pre-dawn hours because my mind was troubled okay uh -huh. and uh and uh, uh i trying to clear my mind trying to find when i when i uh have uh um some, when I'm worried about something, I will try to focus my attention on something that distracts me. And in that uh, search for distraction, I went over and read uh, Vox Day's blog, uh, where uh, he quoted the woke pundit satirically praising the new Amazon series, um, The Rings of Power. And, and the backstory of what happened was that Amazon reportedly mm -hmm. paid a billion dollars uh, for the rights. Quarter of a million, quarter of a billion, 250 million. Okay. okay. They weighed 250 million, but and the then commitment is a billion. Yeah, and then invested three times uh, that Jeez. in the uh, uh, production to do a five-year series based uh, rather loosely <laughs> on the uh, uh, Tolkien uh, Middle Earth uh, stuff, and so, so, anyways, and and I, I said I didn't want to be the ten thousandth conservative pundit to trash the new this new series uh, because I just don't like pack journalism. I don't like being part of the scrum, everybody mm -hmm. chasing the same story, and there's just been so much of it uh, of the trashing. Well, I took the only whack I took at it on hogwash was uh, last week to say I probably am not going to bother uh, mm. watching it, I, but you can buy The Board of the Rings, which is the Harvard Lampoon trilogy yeah. of, the, of, the, of the Lord of the Rings uh, through my Amazon wing. And I pointed out, I, I pointed out that I do not care, okay? <sighs> is, it, is it I didn't watch the original uh, trilogy, um, uh, I, I just don't like that kind of movie. 
uh, and I explained that in 1974, when I was a sophomore at Douglas County High School, our English teacher, Joseph Bottoms, by the way, who became the mm -hmm. uh, poet laureate of Georgia, um, uh, he was he was a published. That's poet. interesting. I yeah, find that yeah. interesting. Joseph I want to hear Bottoms. that story. Yeah, just okay. Bottoms. I'll look it and up. He, he he was also the guy that had us reading rock music lyrics, like uh, uh, "The Sounds of Silence" was mm -hmm. one of the things that we read in class. You know, but uh, I was fifteen. But anyways, and I liked it. Okay, <laughs> I, we we were assigned to read <sighs> The Hobbit. Okay, so I read it, and it was okay. And then I had a redheaded girlfriend in Kennesaw. Hello, Becky, if you're out there anywhere. Um, uh, but anyways, uh, and she convinced me to read the whole Lord of the Rings trilogy, which I did. And it was okay. It was okay. I didn't, I didn't mind it. But I never became what you'd call a token fan because those people were geeks and nerds, the kind of pathetic dweebs who spent their weekends doing Society for Creative Acronism stuff at the Renaissance Fair, or playing games that involve ten-sided dice. And I spelled out the word losers. Uh, yeah. Because, see, this whole business, uh, I, I think that the, the whole world of science fiction, uh, generally, is people, it's people who became stuck in adolescence. I remember, I remember reading, you know, science. I, I remember reading science fiction stuff when I was, you know, 13, 14, 15 years old. Oh, but dear God. grow up, people. Okay, that's, that's okay. my basic okay. point. Okay, now okay, I'll John. <laughs> I get to, I, I, I'm, I'm going to post. You first. Uh, first of yes, all, invoke. I, I, I started reading Tolkien. Uh, mm. I actually read Lord of the Rings first and then The Hobbit, just because that's the, the availability of the books I had on hand. Uh, probably almost 10 years ahead of Stacy, back in the 60s. Uh, and I enjoyed Tolkien's writing, so I've read other stuff by Tolkien. Uh, mm -hmm. Amazon has bought the TV rights to Lord of the Rings. They did not buy the rights to the Cimmerillion, which is uh, Tolkien's telling of the earlier ages of his mythical universe. And uh -huh. so Amazon, Amazon's prequels are based, have to be based on just what's in like a 20 page appendix. It's the back of the Lord of the Rings. It's like 120 pages, but you're right. okay. Go on. Uh, but, but it, the, the, the point is, is to compared, it's, it, it, it's minor compared to the Cimmerillion. Uh, oh, so yeah. rings of power stories therefore have to differ because they just don't have all the material uh, mm -hmm. from what's in the Cimmerillion. And, you know, that would have been okay if they'd hired some uh. good writers, right? I mean, the, you could, you could spin off of those and with good writers, you would have a story that would at least be passable. The problem mm -hmm. is uh, there are very few uh, writers uh, writing for television who are in, uh, Tolkien's League, uh, yeah, and, well, and they're not even on the same planet, and so that Middle hmm. Earth is kind of a disappointment for those of us who are, are Tolkien fans. Now, as far as science, okay, fiction, okay, now, my turn, my well, turn. No, let, let me take the whack at him on science. Okay, fiction. 
when Thank I was you. in the first when I was in the first grade, I had a Tom mm. Corbett Space Cadet mm. lunchbox. <laughs> okay, I've been it. I have been it like since I was four years old. I've been uh, you know Tom Corbett and Captain Video uh, first got me hooked. But you know I've been been reading and still read in my seventies science fiction, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that led me to an interest in astronomy, which led me to an interest in engineering, and I'm now I'm a contractor for. Uh, uh, NASA, so I'll take my L and move on and let it be Diana's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first of all, <clears throat> the duck who does nothing has a, has a, a bit about the writers, which absolutely um, nails it. Amazon has pledged a billion bucks to a production team of nitwits who couldn't write a watchable episode of the Smurfs. He has that exactly. Now, Stacy. <clears throat> yes. Um, I am here to tell you that, generally speaking, I bow to your uh, general... Um, Disdain? <laughs> no, your general omnivorous knowledge of history, culture, many, many things. On this point, you are you have strayed from the realm of reason, and you definitely, definitely need to be corrected. Um <laughs> Look, I am not going to pretend that I did not uh, that I was not a nerd. I was an I, I was a socially awkward child. I'm not going to pretend otherwise. <laughs> However, um, when I, I I came to the Lord of the Rings late, which is probably good because I probably wouldn't have recovered if I'd read it any sooner. Um, I was completely uh, captivated. I spent six months in Tolkien World. I could oh, not Lord. believe the language the de- the depth of the of the themes everything serious literary themes that um to be honest modern I, literature I, I, i'm not saying i'm not saying i didn't enjoy it okay but it was Dear, a thing of my youth that is over okay but that's just it it's not if you go back i mean both rod and i my husband and i go back and reread the the lord of the rings fairly regularly regularly currently i'm uh, running a book club in which we're going through the silmarillion um not very fast in fact we're only doing like two chapters at a time because there's so much to discuss and we bring in we bring in material from Norse mythology, from Celtic literature, from the Bible, from uh, commentary on history. I mean, there as a serious reader, this is serious stuff. Um, this is a great thing, and hey, yeah, um, yeah, you just got so- it. That you just hit the point there. Serious reader. Uh, the guys I hung around with in my childhood, none of them were serious. Well, re- serious readers. Okay, well, I, I can think of a few, but no, really. But you uh, and I, I both love history, and because of that, you know, you know the depth of my respect for you with your okay. historical knowledge. You are yeah. good. You're great to talk to. You're great to listen to. I never hear you do a rant about history that I don't sit there and take notes about a author I should be looking up. Yeah. Um, so that's a point. I don't quite understand how somebody as 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 intelligent and knowledgeable as you don't how do get you think I got? How do you think I got a head 
crammed so so densely with with uh, trivia. When I was a, a small boy, when I was seven years old, for Christmas, uh, our, our our parents bought us the World Book Encyclopedia, which came yeah, same with here, the, which came with the Thorndike Barnhart Dictionary. And so, mm -hmm. so on rainy days or when there was nothing else to do, I would just sit and read the encyclopedia, which I had mm -hmm. completed more or less uh, by age twelve. And one of the things that I do is have learned to do over time is to economize <laughs> my time and uh, mental energy by I do not read fiction. Okay, I understand. I, I, I can count on one hand the novels I have read uh, since adulthood, uh, since leaving college. I just don't enjoy fiction. React. There's so much okay. real knowledge to be obtained by reading okay. history and science, and, you know, real stuff that but, I, I'm just not interested in fiction. I'm sorry. But Stacy, well, it's, but, I, I'm sorry. I, I read that I, to me, um, John can weigh in in just a second because I think he has a very strong point here too. But here's the thing. Um, I read history. I read a lot of things. I, but if without fiction to give it context and understanding, I think that we miss a lot. I, um, I don't well, like most modern literature. I freely admit it. Nothing happens. Everybody sits around examining their belly button. It's like modern jazz. Um, unbearable. Yeah inking uh, unbearable wanking it really is um yep. it's musical wanking and i can't bear it but the thing is that fiction is a um, these days the places where you're actually reading uh people dealing with the big themes friendship love sacrifice uh devotion duty all of those great big important themes are being dealt with in science fiction and well urban fantasy sword and sorceries kind of died um so uh, i'm sorry i just went off on one of my favorite rants yeah, i well, i apologize well, john well, i back away your well, turn <laughs> i i will just say that i have learned a lot of <clears throat> truth uh, from reading fiction and I will just give you uh, a few authors that you might uh, read some more of. Dostoevsky, mm -hmm. Solzhenitsyn. Mm -hmm. Well, just remember High this, line. folks. There, there are two yes. kinds of people in the world. People who agree with me and people who are wrong. Oh, you mean like the New York Times? <laughs> but the New York Times is always wrong. We know that. I, I, have a, I had a post uh, and, uh, it went, and a tweet that went out that got a lot of... Uh, positive feedback. The New York Times had a tweet that read, uh, Oberlin College has agreed to pay $36.59 to a bakery that said it, it was falsely accused of racism after it caught a student shoplifting. And my post was entitled uh, F-I-F-Y, which is internet talk for fixed it for you. Uh, and uh -huh. I, changed, I struck the word said it. So then it co correctly reads, uh, to pay uh, to a bakery, uh, that was falsely accused rather than, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, I, uh, anyways, don't, don't uh, we are, we are, I tell you what, we're running short on time here. So I will dog mm. trot through you my post. Well, uh, you can't oh, 
can we mention really quickly that uh, Naomi Wolf has turned into is a naive, woolly little lamb? Oh, yes. Anyway, she uh, vaccine skeptic Naomi Wolf (laughs) says that the White House targeted her by name. Uh, and uh, and and yes, she the, the reason she got banned from Twitter uh, uh, apparently was that the the White House. She says her lawyers have found uh, mm-hmm. documents from the Missouri uh, lawsuit that that show that she was targeted by name by the White House staff over uh, her. She had begun writing. Uh, 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 criticisms of uh, mm-hmm. of a uh, covid vaccine which may or may not be um uh crackpot i don't know mm. but uh, uh the point is she you know she had an audience and she had a platform so they took her platform away from her mm-hmm. well and- the same thing is happening in other ways with gov- government intimidation and censorship uh, i had mm-hmm. a post up uh, titled the usual suspects uh, talking yeah. about uh, Trump trying to get a special master appointed in that case, and that's been going back and forth. And the usual suspects uh, with the blue check marks on Twitter, including uh, Nick Catnell, uh, were yeah. uh, going about how silly Trump's uh, motion was and how bad the uh, judge's decision to have okay. a special master is. And by the way, uh, Catnell is a former acting attorney. Uh, solicitor general solicitor Mm -hmm. general uh and he's representing uh, our friend uh uh, uh, kimberlin in 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 the supreme court right now trying to get some uh safeway bombing uh convictions overturned so it's it's the usual suspects and then we got the whole thing about your post about philadelphia Mm. yeah 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 you know the uh, everybody has spent the past week uh, talking about how wretched uh, <laughs> Biden's speech from Philadelphia was, where, where he described the battle for the soul of the nation, uh, which uh, d- it turned out that uh, uh, Meacham wrote that. I've never liked Meacham, by the way. Mm. Uh, An uh, embarrassment to my alma mater. Yes, yeah. Oh, a fellow Vanderbilt uh, uh, alumnus. Yeah, but anyways, uh, but anyways... Uh, but he was, he chose um, to give that speech, you know, the red mm. speech, as everyone is calling it, uh, in front of uh, Consti- uh, Independence Hall in Philadelphia. Uh, mm. and, and obviously he wanted to identify himself with the principles of the founding, which I found insulting, by the way. Me, you uh, are not alone. Yeah, yeah. But the other thing is, is that the symbolism was perhaps more fitting than he realized because Philadelphia is a perfect example of what Democrats have done to major uh, cities in America. The per capita murder rate in Philadelphia is higher than Chicago's. Mm. Now, notorious as Philadelphia, the city's population has declined by about 400,000 people since 1960, not all of whom were murdered, by the way. In 1980, uh, Philadelphia was still the fourth largest city in the United States, behind only New York, Chicago, and Los Angeles. Now it's sixth 
having fallen behind Houston and Phoenix. It's no secret who is leaving, whereas mm. the population of Philadelphia was 57% white in 1980. The city is now just 34% white. And um, the uh, quality of life uh, in, in Philadelphia plummeted. has declined, including uh, the possibility that you will uh, be killed. Um, uh, and they are turning loose. Uh, basically, their policy is to turn Jeez. loose uh, uh, criminals and over Labor Day weekend, the same weekend that Joe Biden spoke in the immediate four days after uh, um, that, uh, that a dozen people were shot and five killed in uh, mm. Philadelphia. Well, in Philadelphia. Well, it, it, it's managed mm. to surpass uh, Memphis even with the murder rate. Yeah. And, yeah. But on the other hand, uh, both of those towns have a, an absolutely insane crazy da yeah crazy yeah people are dangerous yes 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 and and i said the suspect in memphis woman's murder began hmm. his criminal career at age 11 um lord uh yes yeah the um uh everybody uh this week uh saw hmm. the uh murder of um What's it? Eliza Fletcher, uh, who was the, the kidnapping a rape and murder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, oh, was she raped? Sure. I didn't see that. Yes. There's evidence. Her, her body was found with evidence of physical, of uh, sexual, sexual assault. assault. Ugh, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, that, see, that's just bad, man. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but anyways, Cleotha Abstin. Uh, is the uh, suspect, and uh, he began his his first arrest was at age eleven. Uh, he had a lengthy uh, juvenile criminal record that dates to nineteen ninety five when he was eleven years old. Uh, when he was uh, uh, a teenager, he was convicted of kidnapping a Memphis lawyer and sentenced to twenty four years in prison. Uh, but was released in 2020, um, and so so now he's uh, uh, you know he has uh, uh, you know he has committed an atrocity, which is how these things go. Uh, seldom is murder an entry level crime. No, not murder. Very seldom. Anyways, well, I hear the boogie woogie piano that tells me it's uh, almost time to uh, get out of here, but we will be back. Uh, next Saturday night at the usual time. Actually, we won't because I'm going to have to be on the road next week. So we're taking a week off. Oh, okay. we are we're taking a yes, week we off. Are. So, so we will be back okay. two weeks from tonight at seven o'clock on uh, Saturday night, uh, the 24th of September. So you can uh, set your calendars for that, and we'll see you there. Uh, talk to you later, Diana. All right. Good night, folks. We'll Good see night. You guys next in two weeks. In two weeks. All right.
Mr. Briggs. 